famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I have a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were a term, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy Play Guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Oh, it's the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast. Coast to coast and boulder to boulder on the tune-in. On the iTunes and the radio loyalty. I don't exactly know where the hell I'm at. We got a lot of things to do today. And I'm going to be mailing... I'm going to be sending an email to someone, but apparently they have three different email addresses in my in my email box or in my address book on my, on my Gmail. So I ain't got a clue what's going on. But I do know that it is iHeartRadio, and it is AMFM247.com. We come to you in the new year. Yes, it is AM247.com. This is, of course, the world-famous Cheeky Checkmark Radio Broadcast. And uh, thanks to AMFM247.com, anyone can host a quality Internet and terrestrial talk radio program from their home, office, or anywhere else. No experience is necessary as long as you can enjoy talking about your favorite topic. And uh, today we've got all sorts of things going on. I always love the I love the photoshops on their website. It's absolutely, as Matt Hardy would say, absolutely tantalizing or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but. Um, what is this? Something. W-A-M-F-D-B, apparently. Newport Ritchie, Florida, 88.3. Uh, and W-K-L-A-P as well. What the hell is that? What is W-K-L-P? Well, I don't know, but apparently we're there. Um <laughs> I love it. It is the world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast, coast to coast, to border to border. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna move on before I get myself in trouble here. Uh, if you want to find us on our app, be sure to download the app, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24 seven replay, exclusive news and programming information, all available on our fantastic multimedia app. And you want to download that app because in the month of January, we will be doing lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff on the app. We're going to be in Vegas. We're going to be at the Bellator. We're going to be at the Hoisington, Kansas for the wrestling. We're going to be all over the goddamn place. So you're going to want to download that multimedia app. Yes, I heard it called a multimedia app today. I was listening to the wonderful, wonderful Alex Jones, and he called it a multimedia app. Multimedia app. He went, oh, we got an all-new multimedia app. Okay, let's do this. Let's go to this interview. And uh, it's a pre-recorded interview that we did earlier this year. And we'll see when they pick up the phone. I don't know what's going on here. You hear me breathing in the background. Because I'm like, when are they picking up the phone? When's the phone getting picked up? By the way, JiggyJaguar.com. Hi, James. There we are. Good morning, Jeanette. How are you? Good, and you? Pretty good, actually. So uh, where, where, where do we start with all this? Well, there's so many amazing holiday gifts, and the best part is that, first of all, you can get them all at one-stop shopping, JCPenney, and I have amazing gift ideas for $50 or under. For example, for women, there are amazing and beautiful chunky knit infinity scarves. Also, mixed metallics is a huge trend this holiday season. So any mixed metallic statement necklace is always going to be a great gift idea. Anything sparkly like earrings is also always welcome for women. And beauty lovers will really appreciate these Sephora at JCPenney gift sets. They have all the latest trends in makeup and skincare, and they come already boxed and ready to go, and they 
they're only $50. Actually, that's an amazing gift. Now, for men, accessories are always a safe bet. For example, scarves, ties, or a new wallet by a collection by Michael Strahan. They're only $38, amazing quality, and they also come boxed and ready to give away. So that's always a relief. Now, for little ones, for little kids, Parents always stress out because they think that they need to spend a fortune, and actually there are great options under $30. For example, Discovery Kids has these night vision spy goggles. They actually allow you to see in the dark, and they're only $20. So that's always, always a great option. And for Disney lovers, there are a lot of toys and plush figures that Come in your favorite characters, and they're $15 or less, or the Tsumsums, which are collectible, and it's a huge trend right now for the holidays. They're between 6 and $8. So there's something for everybody on your list, and you really don't have to stress out so much about money. Where do we go for more information? For more information, you can go to jcpenny.com or to your local JCPenney store. And there are also amazing stocking stuffers like monogrammed items. They're under $10. They're great hostess gifts, so you can give a bottle topper, a coaster, a mug, and that way you know that you're giving a thoughtful gift and without breaking the bank. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the information. Have yourself a wonderful morning. Thank you so much, and happy holidays. That is that. We are going to take a brief timeout. If I can find it. We did election night on the net this year. And uh, our producer, Rich Kurtz, put together the best three minutes of our election night on the net coverage uh, coming up. We've got more. Trust a man named after our country. <laughs> no, no, no. Let, me, let me go back on my rant, okay? Let me get back on my soapbox. Give me just a second here. Okay, and then I'm going to have Brother Ken tell us about why the Trump train's going to run everybody over. Okay, go. America, well, you know, you got you got to jump on the Trump train, or you're going to get run over. I mean, right now <laughs> Trump is uh, leading 137 to 104. Uh, that is real talk. Yeah, the electoral hear. vote. First of all, it's electoral. Uh, it, Let's start saying this correctly, okay? Everybody, it's the electoral. Vote. Can we have? Can we? Can we all start saying this correctly? I'm a real. I'm an English Nazi, okay? I want. I want people to talk well and say things correctly. How many are on the line here? Seventeen. We got about seventeen people in here. Not counting um, you. Israel. Israel. Finish you your point. Israel, I'll let Ken jump in. Finish your point, Israel. I see where Trump. I see where Trump just. I see where Trump just beat uh, bitches' ass in her home state of Arkansas. Hey, hey listen, and, listen. Uh, we already have. We already have something and against he, you. You're the guy who brought Jiggy back to radio. Don't don't pile up. What the hell is going Let on Israel here? Let Israel talk. Let Israel talk. Listen, listen. Israel, go. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to religiousize you guys. You're all right. This kid, but we're letting Israel Quiet. finish. Boy, go Israel. I'm not going to religiousize you guys, but I'm going to give you a biblical metaphor, right? It says that you can't put new wine in old wine skins. And the reason why that is is the new wine is too strong, it'll bust, right? That's what's happening yeah. right now, and that's what America's biggest threat is, is because we're still trying to do use old tactics for new problems. If we keep doing yeah. the same thing, we're going to keep getting the same results. So yes. people who are towing these party lines, who are towing these ideologies that are outdated, are going to be obsolete whether they know it or not because, in my opinion, that's just what the universe wants. Again, check my horoscope, said I'm always correct. So I'm not 100%, but I'm about 106% sure of what I'm saying. My point is this. 
We got to start thinking what's best for common man. A whole cannot, a part cannot harass the whole. For people who don't want to come in and don't want to be a part of a new age that's coming, we're going to be left behind. And that means America, too. We've been blessed up to this point, but that doesn't mean that we won't succumb to the same things that happen to other people. When you have blessings in life, it's your obligation, your duty to do right by those things, not hurt other people. Now, we can say whatever we want to. We can do whatever we want to. But we all know how much money we spend every year on, quote, unquote, defense in the military. The military has been funded more than ever. When do we send our military on a humanitarian, actual humanitarian? That's not their job. (laughs) Jay Burnwell says it's not their job, Israel. No, don't they go? Don't they, wait, they go to Haiti, they and they went to a whole bunch of places and drop off food and stuff, don't they? The Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program every afternoon on the network, coast to coast and border to border. Keep up with Jiggy online at JiggyJaguar.com. It is iHeartRadio. It is the first broadcast of the new year. Thanks for joining us here on our big program. And if you want to keep up with us each and every week, you can do so at JiggyJaguar.com. That is the uh, best spot to uh, get information on what we're up to and what we're doing and who's all on the broadcast and all the different things. My thanks to... uh, the hell's his name? Tony. Tony. Mr. Tony. Not Captain Tony, but Tony. Tony, from, formerly of Beyond... What was it? Behind the Mic? Beyond the Mic? How was that show called? <laughs> Behind the Mic. That's what it was. Joel Mahalik and Tony from Behind the Mic. BTM, as we used to call it. Used to air on KJagradio.com and uh, no longer does, but uh, used to be over there. And uh, my thanks to them uh, for putting together that that clip, the best three minutes of our uh, fine, fine little broadcast there for uh, an action night on net. Here's this. Call is now being recorded. Okay, James, stand by and I'll watch you through. Hello? James? We're just waiting for the We're going to do this. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. But uh, we are going to get to our next guest here in just a few moments. General Tata, yes. General Tata. He is uh, going to be with us here in just a few seconds. And uh, we're going to call him on the old Skype audio. The old Skype audio, as they say. I'd like to know about the old Skype audio. Hello? General, how are you? It's James Lowe with KJ Radio. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good, actually. Wanted to uh, get you in here and uh, get you on our broadcast. We called you on Skype audio, so I'm assuming it probably showed up as unknown number, which just annoys the crap out of me because people think that we're, we're not calling for a radio interview. We're, we're, we're calling to get them to pay their student loans back or uh, harass them on their credit card payments. So not not that today. It is a radio interview, Brigadier General. We've got... How long we're going to be on? We're going to be on for probably 10, 15 minutes here, my friend. Okay, great. Uh, now, um, Brigadier General A.J. Tony Tata is with us today. He's a national security analyst. Hey. Yes. It's Tata, is how Tata. you Tata. Tata. I want to make sure I get that right. Tata. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and general, there is a lot going on, um, as we head up to the, uh, to the new year. Um, there is a lot with this whole thing of Russia, uh, and, and the United States and radical Islamic terrorism and then some of the different things going on, uh, with this assassination, uh, of, uh, that, took place fairly recently, um, the Russian ambassador to Turkey. Um, give us your thoughts and feelings on, on what's been going on the last couple of weeks. Well, you know, to me, uh, Obama is such a small-minded, petulant person that 
uh, he is adding whatever thing gruel he can to the notion that the Democrats didn't lose the election. Certainly, it wasn't his fault. Um, and so it must have been the Russians. And so uh, of all the things that he could he could do right now, he has to do some kind of sanctions against the Russians, which are now prompting uh, Russia to act in, in, its, in a realist sort of way uh, to look after their own self-interest and self-image in the world. And so for Obama to do this, this is more of Obama trying to disrupt the peaceful transition of power to Trump. Uh, they, they can't stomach it. They can't fathom it, fathom it, the left. And so this is President Obama uh, first going on Comedy Central trying to influence the Electoral College uh, and Michelle Obama going on Oprah trying to influence the Electoral College. That didn't work. Trump actually got more votes um, in the Electoral College um, than than originally indicated. And and now uh, we've got to blame the Russians because it can't be the Obamas, it can't be Hillary Clinton, it can't be the Democrat Party, so it's got to be the Russians. And, and so why not create an international incident to make things harder for Trump when he comes in and to lend credibility uh, because if there are sanctions, then there must be something real for him to be sanctioning. And, it, and it's propagation of the big lie. It's very much um, the, the United States under the Obama administration has moved closer to the so- Soviet Union big lie theory, the state domination of of uh, media. Uh, for example, you know all of the WikiLeaks showed how CNN, MSNBC, and all of them were complicit in in propping up the Democrat regime, and it's it's. It's nothing more than Pravda and, and the same type of Soviet propaganda. And, and that's all this is, is propaganda. There's, there's nothing there. It's thing rule. But Obama's got to take his shots, and he's a small person. He always has been. He always will be. And, and these are, these are his, his ways. You know, they'll take the T's off the keyboards when they leave and all of that stuff. And, and uh, it's, it's just going to be um, – uh, you know, why not create an international incident as opposed to um, a, a peaceful transition of power within the United States? And it, and it blows me away, but it doesn't surprise me that uh, we've got uh, such a small man as president of the United States. We've got a, a great guest joining us today here on AMFM247.com and also iHeartRadio. We have National Security Analyst Brigadier General A.J. Tony Tata and uh, U.S. Army retired. He's a Trump supporter. He's also the author of Three Minutes to Midnight. We're going to talk about that here in just a few moments as well. Um, I, I know there's a. it's always been, for whatever reason, the playbook for certain folks in the United States to blame Russia. It's always blame the brewskis, blame blame the redcoats. Um, why is that narrative never died down? Is it just because Russia is such a superpower and is pretty much the only superpower besides the United States? Is is that why that? Yeah, I, I think that's part of it. You know, you got Russia, you got China, you got you know they're one of the big five in, in the UN Security Council, and and so you, you've got um, all these major players but what you've basically got is a president uh obama who has been uh forever and a day completely uninterested in foreign policy and uh he he was an absentee senator had more absent votes than present votes um than and actual votes on anything two years then he becomes president he had no foreign policy experience no military experience does not has has tremendous contempt for the country and for uh, men and women in uniforms, and that that manifested itself in the Veterans Administration scandal that uh, continues to beleaguer our our brave men and women fighting. And I'll tell you what, if we don't take care of our men and women fighting our wars, um, we're not going to have many people signing up to fight our wars. And so uh, you've got a guy who went to the Jeremiah Wright School of Foreign Policy. Uh, where he worshipped, and you know where where someone worships, that's where their soul is, that's where their heart is, and and so Michelle Obama and President Obama worshipped at Jeremiah Wright's uh, school of hate, hate America, America is bad, 
And so Obama believes that a weaker America makes for a stronger world, and that is how he has acted. So everything he has done has been to diminish American power abroad. And whether it's the Iran nuclear deal, whether it's this this uh, make believe thing with the Russians, he's doing now to because <laughs> you know he, he he's got to he's got to do something right because it can't be Obama and it can't be the Democrat Party and it can't be that Trump's message was more popular. It, it can't be any of that. It's got to be that there were some you know Russian hackers that influenced this thing, and and so that's the narrative that he wants and. And uh, it's it's embarrassing as a, as a United States citizen. I've never been more embarrassed in my life to have this guy as president, uh, having really accomplished nothing but diminishing our our esteem around the world over eight years. And and uh, you know something that I worked very hard personally on, and millions yes. of other soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines worked hard uh, on as well. So yeah, blame the Russians, blame whoever. But that's Obama's policy, blame, yes. uh, because it's not his fault. Uh, that's He was an ab- absent senator, and, and he's an absent president, and and uh, pretty soon he'll be absent from the White House, which is a great thing for the American people. We've got a great guest with us today, National Security Analyst Brigadier General A.G. Tony Tate. He is a U.S. Army retired. He's a Trump supporter. He's also the author of the novel Three Minutes to Midnight. Let's talk about Three Minutes to Midnight. This is an incredible book. I know that the last time we had you on the broadcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, the, the, the book is very apropos. Yes. So all of Obama, all, all, all the title is apropos because. Uh, all of Obama's friends who get together every February at the University of Chicago, these academics, they're called the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, and they study nuclear warfare and and the control or lack of control of nukes around the world, and they move the minute hand on what they call the doomsday clock, closer or further away from midnight, uh, midnight being doomsday. So on Obama's reign, uh, it is as close as it's ever been in the history of mankind, Three minutes to midnight, and so uh, these are Obama's academic friends because you know he's got he's an academic. He picks academic people to to lead you know where we should be doing solutions. They have discussions, but uh, three minutes to midnight, even even closer than during the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, the uh, we are closer to nuclear Armageddon on Obama's foreign policy watch than ever before in history. And so this is a story about a former Delta Force veteran who is searching for his mother's killer and then gets asked to find a kidnapped Army uh, Reserve geologist uh, from Fort Bragg. And uh, the, the hunt is on as other world powers, Russia, China, and others, are trying to influence uh, domestic um, issues and, and uh, create a terror event on the homeland. And so that's really the story behind Three Minutes Midnight and the hero Jake Mahegan um, has to uh, get in there and figure out what's going on and save the day. So, And it got a starred review from Publishers Weekly. Its predecessor, uh, Foreign and Domestic, uh, got the uh, best uh, nominated, uh, shortlisted uh, top five best thriller novels of 2015. So it's a good series. People are enjoying it. If uh, people got an Amazon Chris or Barnes & Noble uh, gift card for Christmas. That's a that's a great uh, pickup right there. And I, and I think they're on sale on Kindle and Nook right now as well. Now, now with the book, you, you've gotten a lot of good reaction from the book uh, throughout the holiday and, and leading up to it. Uh, what, what, what are some of the different reviews you've gotten on the book so far? Well, you know, I, I've had uh, President H.W. Bush and Barbara both read Foreign and Domestic, and he sent me a nice note saying that he and Barbara both loved uh, Foreign and Domestic. And Three Minutes of Midnight has gotten reviews from uh, people like uh, Webb Griffin, Brad Thor. Um, the, the, uh, the, you know, the list is for Newt Gingrich. Um, all of these folks That's awesome. have reviews. That's really awesome. Yeah, uh, Three Minutes to Midnight, Foreign and Domestic, and, and uh, you know, Ralph Peters, uh, another... Uh, of uh, one of my friends that uh, he writes a lot of historical fiction now and he's a big Fox News contributor and uh, so all these people plus you know the, uh, the everyday readers are the reviews that I enjoy a lot and and those reviews uh, come in that 
uh, you know, fast Facebook, uh, couldn't put it down, read it in a couple of days, that kind of thing. And, and that's what I set out to do when I write a book is to entertain. And, and, uh, that's it. Uh, I'm trying to entertain people and make sure they get their, um, $9 uh, worth of uh, entertainment that they purchased. And, <laughs> and that's my goal. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. Now, uh, now, so, now, uh, now, with with this book, you you you've been getting a lot of strong reviews. A lot of uh, a lot of folks uh, love love what you're doing. Uh, I, I guess my my last couple questions here. Um, what, what do you have as a, as a follow up? What are you working on now? Well, uh, book book four in the Mahegan series comes out, and um, uh, you know about ten months from now, and then. Um, my editor has asked me to provide synopses for book five and six. Book four is already done and turned in, and it's interesting. I'm, I've signed another book deal with Sam Martin's Press, and, and I'm printing that one out on my printer at home right now so I can read through it before I send it in. And I'm writing two or three books a year right now, but um, that's it's, it's a lot of fun. And uh, Jake Mahegan with uh, Three Minutes to Midnight uh, Besieged, it comes out in February, and and the February twenty eighth, and and that's already getting strong reviews, and and that one he's got to rescue an eleven year old um, autistic savant code writer uh, girl that um, has been kidnapped by Iranian Quds forces in southeastern North Carolina to be used in a terror plot uh, that um, is pretty ingenious uh, for, on their part. So. Uh, Mahegan's got to get in there and save the girl and then stop the plot. And that's basically it. So that's Besiege, February of this year, and then uh, January uh, or February 2017, and then January 18, Direct Fire will come out, and that's book four in the Mahegan series. So lots of lots of stuff coming out, and five and six should be soon on the heels of those books. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I'll let you go, my friend. Uh, how do we get a hold of you online and uh, participate with you on social yeah. media? At AJTata.com. My Twitter handle is AJTata, A-J-T-A-T-A. And I have a Facebook author profile, AJTata uh, author. And, um, you know, or, you know, just friend me on Facebook at Anthony J. Tata, in any of those. And um, Instagram, I'm author uh, underscore AJ Tata. So that's uh, all my social media, and my website is ajtata.com, and that's the easiest way to get in touch with me. Fantastic. Well, uh, have yourself a happy new year, my friend, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you in 2017. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, Roger that. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Have yourself a good one. That was Brigadier General AJ Tata with us today here on iHeartRadio and tune in iTunes Radio Loyalty and of course AMFM247.com. We are going to take a brief time out. We are going to uh, be back when we get back. Roy Diamond will join us. Here is a little bit of Christmas music as we head in to chatting with Mr. Roy Diamond. Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street, and this is your watchdog on Wall Street Money Minute. Another big CI told you so moment here for the watchdog. That's right. Shocker here. Uh, the two big to fail banks, JP Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citibank, US Bank Corps, they, um, they now control nearly 45% of the entire industry. I wonder if someday there's going to be information that comes out that says, yeah, hey, yeah, you know what? We, we decided that. Uh, we got together. We said, yeah, you know what? Let's cause all it's a big ruckus in the financial industry. We'll get bailed out, and then we'll end up owning the whole thing. There is um, 
6,500 other banking institutions that control 55%. The big five control 44. How long do you think it's going to take before they keep gobbling up the smaller ones, huh? Well, they're not going to because the smaller ones are not going to be able to deal with all the regulations. And they're going to recognize that, hey, you know what? Can't fight them. Watchdogandwallstreet.com. Get more great content like this at JiggyJaguar.com. Welcome back to our big broadcast, Coast to Coast. Butter to butter on TuneIn. iTunes, Radio Loyalty, the official Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. It's a multimedia app. Videos, podcasts, writing, everything is available over there at JiggyCheckWire.us. You can download it in the app stores. We've got Roy Diamond coming up here in just a few seconds, and uh, he is going to be part of our iHeartRadio broadcast today here on AMFM247.com. And download the iHeartRadio app today. You'll be able to uh, catch up on all of our past programming and future programming, and uh, we we look forward to uh, doing more stuff with iHeartRadio in the new year. And uh, Roy Diamond's going to be with us here in just a second, and uh, we'll tell you a little bit about Roy Diamond. He is a fantastic, fantastic guest, and uh, he is going to be with us here in just a second. He has a great new book out. It's called I Bully. Roy Diamond offers insights into a bully and why they choose to hurt and intimidate, what victims' experience are, and why they are victims. And with us today on the telephone is Roy Diamond. How are you, Roy? I'm doing well, James. How are you doing? Pretty good, actually. Tell us a little bit about this book, because uh, I'll have to say that uh, this uh, this book, uh, I, I know it's it's getting a lot of advanced reviews, and a lot of folks are really uh, really enjoying what they're reading. Tell me a little bit about the book itself. Well, thank you. I appreciate the kind words. I Bully was a, a book that kind of came out of my uh, profession. I was a youth worker for about 30 years in all the different levels of education, and my wife actually was a counselor in a high school. And uh, it seemed like when I first started, bullying was something that I could relate to because I experienced it as a kid. I probably did a little bullying myself, unfortunately. But uh, as the years have passed, it's really kind of expanded into, into an area that's that's beyond, I think, what a lot of adults can, can appreciate. Um, the bullying that kids now get, it, it just seems far beyond what I could understand as bullying when I was a kid. So I wanted to write a book based on my experiences, and I made it a, a fictional character. One boy is named Eric. He's the bully. And uh, the victim is a girl named Hannah. And I think what makes I Bully kind of unique is that it's told from both perspectives. So you get a feel why somebody bullies and um, how they feel about it when they bully and also obviously the victim um, is written from her perspective as well so you see the damage it does and um, it's been my experience that uh, bullying can be pretty catastrophic I know some adults you know well into their 50s and they they haven't actually grown beyond um, that experience unfortunately so I wanted to write something that maybe both the bully and the victim could pick up and maybe get some insight from. It is a great guest with us today. Roy Diamond joins us here on our broadcast, and uh, he is a uh, fantastic, fantastic author. I Bully addresses the serious issue of cyberbullying. What makes the story unique is that it is told from the perspective of both the bully and the victim. Um, Roy, tell us a little bit about, give us a little bit of insights into one's own actions here uh, on, on, on each side of the fence when it comes to the book I Bully. Sure, thank you. Um, yeah, from the perspective of the bully, um, he doesn't truly understand why he's doing what he's doing. He's just reacting to his life circumstances. And, and I, I put it in a setting of a, of a family with uh, an abusive father and drinking problem and um, a mother who's just trying to survive. And there's the, the boy, I, I made him as a grade 8 student, um, who doesn't understand where his anger is coming from, doesn't really understand why he's lashing out. All he knows is that he does lash out and he really needs to act out his anger because he has no other way of expressing it. And um, from the, the, uh, the victim's perspective, she, um, she doesn't understand why sometimes she's kind of 
focused on and why other kids are not picked out as victims and maybe she's sending out some messages as well that um, both kids don't understand the reasons why they do what they do and it takes them um, they learn through the, the course of the story they learn that it you need to have to talk to an adult about such things because you can talk to your friends and they can only commiserate with you they they say the things they think you need to hear or want to hear and if you talk to an adult often they have a little more insight into the world and can explain why people do certain things and what you can do to um, change those behaviors so it's it's hopefully gives insight into any young person or even adult who picks up the book why a person bullies bullying is such a pervasive thing it's almost epidemic in our society it can be uh, a, the president of a, of a country it can be uh, the boss at your job you can be a 50 year old adult but if you've got a boss there and he's using, using bullying techniques um, it would help to read this book to understand why some people do what they do and maybe get some insight into what you're sending out to the universe that says hey I'm a victim you can you can abuse me and I'll be okay with that so hopefully um, that insight is something that a reader can pick up no matter how old they are. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. The latest book uh, from him is I Bully. And uh, we've got the author Roy Diamond with us today here on our broadcast. Now, tell us a little bit about understanding behavior from another's perspective. Yes, that's the, from my years of, of being a youth worker and dealing with just, uh, unfortunately, thousands of incidences of bullying, um, I learned that, you know, I can have minimal impact. I can, I can uh, offer my experience, I can offer my insight, my words, stuff like that, and support and guidance. But what really changed my perspective for this issue was once I realized if you get the bully and the victim into the, in the same room together and you sit down with them and both sides hear the effects of what has happened. The bully doesn't feel better about himself after he bullies. In fact, most of the time he just feels worse about himself. And the victim obviously never feels better when they've been, been bullied. So the perspective changes for them once they can hear each other's side. And the bully sees that the, you know, the um, uh, Native Americans, they have a, many of the tribes have a great uh, uh, perspective that words are like rocks. And that means they have weight. And you can use a rock to, to hold someone down. You can use a, a, a word to pummel somebody. And I think the victim, when they're alone with the, with the victim and they, they can actually share their feelings, they realize those words are like knives. There, there's no difference between taking. You would, most bullies would never shoot somebody or take a knife out and cut them. But they don't realize that that's what their words are doing. So when they get, you get the victim and the bully in the same room, and they can see the devastating effect. Um, quite often, that changes the behavior far beyond anything I can I can offer them. We've got Roy Diamond. He's with us today here in our broadcast. Now, uh, what do you want readers to take away from your writing of this great book? Oh, great question. I appreciate that question. I, I insight beyond anything else, and um, the story goes from um, an incident of cyberbullying, and it reveals how that affects the victim it reveals how it affects the the bully and through meeting a character i bring into the book um, a native american character i call stands alone who does sort of a circle session where they are in the same room together and if the reader can pick up my book and and get a feel get an insight get some um understanding of how these people feel um i think i i would be very honored if somebody picked up the book and could, could learn that uh, compassion and, and uh, the words really have effect. They're not just randomly thrown out to the world and, you know, hurtful things said and you usually don't feel better after you say them and certainly the person they're aimed at doesn't feel better. Um, if a person could pick up the book and learn that, man, that would be, a, I'd be very honored with that. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast I bully is the latest, and um, Dave, uh, what, what do you have coming up uh, after, after this book gets out there and, and gets into people's hands? Is there a follow-up planned? Uh, d- tell us a little bit about some of the different things. Well, my 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 um, 
press's motivational press, my publisher's motivational press, and I actually signed a two-book deal with them. One, the first one is I Bully, and uh, Saving Our Pennies is going to be the next one, and that's a, a story of, of um, a young girl who's in a high school, and the teacher's having a, a hard time in life. He's, he's thinks he he's not finding life as fulfilling as he should. So he tries to find a mentor, and uh, through the course of the story, he finally realizes that maybe one of his students is his mentor, and he's been out trying the, the young girl's name is Penny, and, and the, the title of the book is Saving Our Tenny, Pennies is just a working title. But um, he finds that uh, the person he was trying to save may have some insight into life that will give him some guidance, and um, he can come out of that uh, sort of hero's journey as a uh, a more enlightened person who um, has much more to offer all those around him, his own family, the, the kids that are so important to him, and to himself. So I'm very, really honored that Motivational Place did a two-book deal for me to get savings of pennies as well. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, before we let you go, my friend, uh, if people want to get a hold of you online or correspond with you, how do they do that exactly? Uh, just about it. All the places that all those authors out there are already are. Uh, Facebook. Uh, I have a pretty good tripod site that I'm proud of. Uh, on Twitter, um, just any any place. The book itself uh, will be coming out uh, this month, and uh, Amazon or Motivational Press. They're all the usual places. So, um, just punch in Roy Diamond on the on the Google, and uh, I'll be there to to meet anybody who would like to meet up. Well, good stuff. I appreciate you making time for us today. Have yourself a happy holiday and uh, in, enjoy the uh, new year. Yeah, and same to you, James. I really appreciate your time and good questions, and uh, I hope you have a great uh, 2017 yourself. Definitely. Well, have yourself a wonderful one. We'll talk soon. Thank you, my friend. Okay. Thank you very much. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, we are going to chat with Alan K. Patch coming up. It's a minute report for America. The failure of the Obama administration to respond to Chinese aggression both in general and towards the Philippines in particular may have been a crucial factor in the alienation now taking place between Washington and Manila. The facts are harsh and undeniable. China was in possession of almost every offshore Philippine oceanic economic claim. Beijing's actions have not been subtle. Chinese military vessels have threatened civilian Philippine fishing vessels. Now President Duterte has stated that he wants all U.S. troops to leave his nation within two years. Speaking in China, Duterte stated America has lost now. There appears to be a specific element of anger involved in Duterte's actions aimed directly at President Obama, whom Duterte has frequently launched diatribe-filled statements, in particular at that president. I'm Frank Fernicio. Read more at usagovpolicy.com. You gotta love technology. As I've said many times before, I wish we could go back to the frickin' typewriter. Alan K. Patch is gonna be with us here in a few moments. I feel like this is the theme to Charles in Charge. What the hell am I listening to? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It is the world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast, coast to coast, to border to border, tune in iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, uh, brand new Cheeky Jaguar app available 
in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information, all available on our fantastic, fantastic app, our iHeart Radio presentation today here on AMFM247.com. And uh, we are going to be moving into the new year uh, coming up. And uh, I'm trying to put together, I just had an idea uh, for a show I want to do. And uh, we are we are definitely going to pull this off. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure when we're going to pull this off. Um, I want to get three people <laughs> from... I want to get three people to talk social media. Um, oh my God, what is this? Uh, I don't know. We're going <laughs> to, I don't know what's going on there. Um, where is AK Patch? We need to get Mr. Patch in here. I need to find uh, his uh, his thing here. Um, we're going to, we're going to see if we can get Patch in here. Where is he? Uh I'm looking over emails. I'm looking at. Well, we 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 aren't gonna. We aren't gonna go there. We we just we just are not gonna go there. Um, where is the the thing? I don't know. We are gonna. I don't know. Don't know. Uh, there, you are. there we are, Patch. How are you, sir? I was uh, just finishing up on the other line, and uh, we uh, can I we call we. You back? I'm on a cell phone, Jiggy. I'm on a cell. Can I call not a problem. Back? Call me right back. We'll get you right on, my friend. AK Patch is going to join us here in just a few seconds, and uh, we are going to get him in here. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Um. Okay. There we are. And uh, Alan right. K. Patch joins us here on our broadcast. Coast to coast, to border to border. A.K. Patch is uh, uh, got Passage at Delphi is the first novel in the series exploring the confluence of the past, present, and future with ordinary people tossed into ordinary, extraordinary situations. And uh, he's with us today here on our broadcast. Before, we had instruments or newspapers. We had troubadours that carried news and legend with songs. Today, most often, we just listen to songs, sometimes dance, and on occasion we sing. With the change of the year, we have a sad old favorite that many will sing, but few know where it came from. Historian Alan K. Patches with us today to help sew up 2016 with his Patches of History. Where did the song Auld Lang Sing originate, my friend? Tell us about this. Well, first of all, thanks for having me back on Patches of History, Jiggy. And uh, I want to wish all your listeners and you and your staff a happy new year. And yeah, we're about to turn the corner on 2016, and and I'd like to tell you about the song that we like to all sing this time of year, O Lang Syne. And, you know, if you think about it, you know, songs have meanings. And, and, and at times they bring out emotions in people. And we just listened to and we sang a month's worth of Christmas and holiday songs. And now New Year's Eve is approaching and our, and our old favorite is here, O Lang Syne. So, so the funny thing is we know the first verse, but that's about it. Most of the time we just kind of hum along and make up the words. So the origin of this song is it's really a Scottish poem, um, and it's by Robert Burns from 1788. He kind of set the poem to a traditional folk song. So it's an ancient song, but he was the first one to put it on paper and submit it to the Scots Musical Museum, Jiggy. We've got uh, Alan K. Patch with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Uh, what were the words, and what do they mean? Well, 
you know, should we talk in a brogue now, Jiggy? Yes, yes, let's uh, go. Scottish, you know, we should talk in a brogue and sing in a brogue. But, you know, let's just do the first two lines, because that's what most people know. There's so many choruses, we, we can't go through that. But, but should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot in old lang syne? And, and the meaning is about, about it, the words mean about long, long ago or for the sake of old times. And, uh, you know, we all kind of look back over the past year and the friendships we made and the events that have occurred. And uh, it, it is kind of, I mean, in some ways it seems like kind of a sad song the way it's sung, but it, it's about remembering the past and remembering friends and looking forward to the future. We sing it kind of slow and in and maybe I, I, I kind of like it being so like that, but early on it might have been sung faster. We've got uh, a fantastic guest with us today. Alan K. Patch joins us here on our big broadcast. Um, was there a dance to go along with the song, Patch? Tell me all about this. Give me the complete history. Well, you know, that's, that's, that's the truth of it, and that's why it may have been sung a little faster, because there was a dance that went with it. And, and in Scotland way back then, uh, after the last chorus, everyone crossed arms and they joined hands and then they formed a circle. And then they kind of dashed right towards each other, still holding all their hands and meeting at the center. And then they twisted up under each other's arms to get free. So imagine us trying to do that. We have, you know, a champagne glass in our hand and... And uh, can you imagine in Times Square, everybody uh, rushing in these circles? Uh, they'd probably be mayhem, but it sounds like a lot of fun anyway. So maybe we should try that sometime. It is Alan K. Patch. He's with us today here in our broadcast, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, akpatchauthor.com. Is the official website, Alan's Patches of History is an amazing, amazing uh, piece of business that we do each and every week. Passage at Delphi is the first novel in a series exploring the confluence of the past, the present, the future with ordinary people tossed into extraordinary situations. Delphi's Chosen continues the adventure, but now the characters are volunteers rather than victims. He invites readers along with a thrilling ride and explores the difference between heroism and celebrity in the context of past and present culture. A.K. Patch with us today. He is uh, helping us get through 2016 here at the end. Um, what is the significance uh, to present-day American culture with this song, my friend? Tell me all about it. Well, think about it. You know, in a few days, uh, we're going to watch the ball go down and, and uh, different parts of the country. And in different parts of the world, too, they may sing this. But 2016 is, is you know, becomes the past. And so we start to sing the song, and, and we start to remember so much has happened, as it does every year. But 2016 is quite an interesting year. And we, we remember the last year, sometimes with a great deal of joy, but other times with regret and sorrow. So we're passing into the new year, and here we go, and we love to sing this song. And, uh, you know, New Year's brings hope, hope for change, sometimes for a new course of life, and maybe continuing what's working now, but uh, certainly the past can't be changed, but the future can. So... As we kind of look towards the future in American culture, you know, we, we remember our family and our friends and, and the events of last year. But next year is a brand new start. We, we, we get to start again. So, hey, maybe uh, we should sing it as loud as we can, but maybe print out the words first because not many of us know the, know the words to this, Jiggy. Yes, definitely, definitely. It is A.K. Patches with us today here on our broadcast. Patches of History is each and every week on our iHeartRadio presentation. And uh, akpatchauthor.com is the official website. Check out akpatchauthor.com. Now, uh, so song and music is here to take the pain from the passage of time. What are some historic examples of song and music used to distract us from less celebratory tasks? Tell us about this, Patch. Well... Think about this, Jiggy. You know, as I said at the beginning, you know, songs have meanings and they bring out emotions of people. We we we, we sing these songs at times, you know, of, of events. And so, think about a long time ago, warriors would sing songs going into battle. You know, even the Spartans did that to the sounds of flutes, and they would sing as they were, you know, lining up. And and the songs were were meant to help them to remember um, that uh, they were going to battle into and to, uh, to give them heart to, to, to go on and, and make the fight. And so songs do that for us. They, they, they can uh, make us think of home. They can, they can um, make us nostalgic. 
Um, think about this. Think about a song like Amazing Grace. And that is a song that's sung at, you know, ceremonies, uh, possibly at times of sorrow. And uh, But we also hear bagpipes playing at funerals. So, so many of us know that song from experience, having gone to uh, funerals. And that's a very important song. And another song, The Star-Spangled Banner. Um, and we certainly we, we remember uh, as Americans to, to sing that song. We all know the words. And, and so these songs are heart-rendering, and they make us think about our family, our lives, our country. And so songs are important. And, and that's the bottom line. Old Lang Syne is another one. We sing it every New Year's. And uh, here we are, Jiggy, looking forward to a new year. It is A.K. Patch who joins us today here in our broadcast, coast to coast, border to border. Tune in, iTunes, or Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. Alan's Patches of History brings us insights into the past and the present. His novels bring us adventurous escape into the past and the present. Alan Patches' fast-paced novels bring history to life in the Delphi series, where ordinary people are thrust into extraordinary situations. Passage of Delphi and Delphi's Chosen are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and AK patchauthor.com patch have yourself a wonderful wonderful holiday and we will talk to you next week thank you my friend all right thanks jiggy same to you and all your staff and all your listeners happy new year definitely definitely have yourself a wonderful new year's eve we'll talk next week thank you patch all right thanks we are going to take a break and come back with more here on our iHeartRadio special kicking off the new year here on amfm247.com being recorded. Hello. Good morning, Cheryl. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good, actually. Tell us a little bit about the topic today. We've got a good one. Yes, we do. We're talking about fabulous gifts to give and also how to decorate for the holidays. Okay, so you're a beauty expert. What's topping the list for uh, beauty and fragrances here? Well, let's start with a holiday classic, and I'm not talking about It's a Wonderful Life. I am talking about a wonderful fragrance, and it is Elizabeth Taylor White Diamonds, which is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. It was created, really, as a gift from Elizabeth Taylor to her fans because she famously believed that a girl could always have more diamonds. I so agree. And in speaking of more diamonds, they've created another scent. It's White Diamonds Night, which is a little bit more seductive. It has night-blooming florals, citrus, sandalwood, and musk. Now, the special thing about White Diamonds is that it's a glamorous gift that also gives back. As part of Elizabeth Taylor's passionate commitment and fearless leadership in the fight against HIV-AIDS, she directed that a portion of the royalties from the White Diamonds fragrance and the, all of the House of Taylor fragrances go to the Elizabeth Taylor AIDS Foundation. So it's a really special thing you're doing. And you can find the new scent, White Diamonds Night, at Macy's. What else do you have for us? Well, next up I have a decadent treat that has zero calories. It's Carol's Daughter's Almond Cookie Moisturizing Holiday Set. And it's more like a recipe for beautiful, healthy skin all season long. Now, the gift set has products from this top-selling collection, which is known for its really yummy uh, almond cookie scent. There is a cleansing gel, a body lotion, body butter, two free hair products, and a very elegant gift box you can present them in, which just makes life so much easier. Uh, it's a $69 value for just $32, and it's available exclusively at carolsdaughter.com, where you can find more gift sets plus great beauty tips to get you through the holiday season. What else do you have for us today? 
Well, if you are looking to literally deck the halls, then you want to go to Big Lots. Now, this store has everything that you need for the holiday season, and their prices are amazing. Plus, there are fun little surprises pretty much everywhere you look. You can find everything from your pre-lit tree, plus all the trimmings, the ornaments, the tinsel, more lights. You can turn your home into a winter wonderland with the tabletop accessories, linens, holiday blankets, and throws. They have something for uh, people who like the more sparkly stuff. There's the holiday shimmer collection or the more cozy and rustic woodlands collection accessories. Then you can take the decor outdoors too. You've got inflatables and um, the lights and the light up art for your yard, pretty much everything you can think of. The one thing that I really insist that you get, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to make a, a statement here. You have to get the gift wrap ensemble because this is gonna save you in the end. There are four rolls of wrapping paper, bows and ribbons, so you can just wrap everything up this holiday season. Well, where can we go for more information? You can check out these brands' individual websites. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for being on, and have a happy holiday. Thank you. You too. That wraps it up here on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Chiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, ChiggyJaguar.us. That's it. We'll talk to you in 2017.